The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. Welcome, residents of the Collectorverse. Welcome to another episode here of Tales of the Collectorverse. And uh, this is episode seven. Yes, seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky who would who figured we would have made it past one? Lucky number seven, and I forgot all my notes at home. Yeah, so I am Ed I'm Cam- winging it here, kids. <laughs> I am Ed Campbell, Snowhawk Cosplay, and with me is... Ryan Parent, uh, also from uh, True North Nerds Podcasts and, yeah, stuff. I'm here. You're here. Well, I'm here. Here is being is better than not being here. Yes, I'm here. I got two you have shots. the gear. You have the gear, I'm so I wouldn't be able gear, to do baby. the podcast without you. Well, you'd find a way. Yeah, just just it record just wouldn't it. Be where it usually is because you don't know the password. No, no, but <laughs> no, we're back into things are getting reopened, and we've had a nice full month of retail, and yep, everyone blew their action figure wad here for a bit and got everything that they needed to get but there's still stuff coming out slowly but surely slowly but surely well it was a light it was a light month for me it was a light month but it's still pricey because these the toy prices keep going up even though plastic prices are down well i got politics blah 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 yeah well we might as well jump straight into fix six figures a month let's do it and what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? Is, if my list is longer than yours, maybe I'll do my list first then. Yeah, let's hear so, from you. Um, so first up, a the very first thing I actually picked up shortly after opening was the Disney Plus Wave. So when we recorded last time, Brent had picked up uh, Scarlet Witch for me. Yes. And after looking at him, and actually I found the full wave. I was uh, on the on the road and I stopped in Brockville, and I found the whole wave, and I'm like, mm, I got to buy them. Yeah, because it's it's uh, it's very hard or rare to see the whole wave in stores now. Yeah. I've seen a few uh, Captain Falcons lying around. Well, I guess because there's more of them in the case. I usually yeah, I see them. Yeah, two-packed. Um, but uh, like, I haven't seen a Loki variant. I haven't seen, I've seen one, no, at the beginning of the month I saw a, um, uh, what's his name? In, in the purple. Zemo. That's his name. Uh, and I haven't seen, I haven't seen much of any of them. I've seen, um, I was in Kitchener and I saw the full wave again. Okay. So you're getting, you're, so you're hitting the stores just as they're restocking. Yeah. But I picked up Loki, um, Falcon, Bucky. Zemo and Vision. Uh, Vision was one of those ones where, eh, he's all white, who cares? But 
you need them anyways to get the the piece. Yeah. But once you got them, really good sculpt on them. Like it, even though it's white, it has it has the detail. Okay. And so it's a much one of those ones that the photos and the advertising don't do it justice. It's much no, better in hand. No, much much better in person. Um, Zemo's amazing. Like he's yeah. got two heads, and you know which one do you pick, the masthead or the regular one? Um, Bucky is the best Bucky ever done. Okay. Because I have the Winter Sold or Winter Soldier movie one. I have the Civil War movie one. Um, I passed on the Infinity War one because, you know, I didn't like the gun that comes with them. That's the one in the two-pack, right, with Falcon? Yeah. yeah see, I've got that one. It was a good figure. It's just like you, said, like you said, the gun was stupid. But this one, the, the head sculpt is bang on. Um, the body sculpt, like, it's, nope, best. It's the best Bucky ever. Um, Falcon, by the time you get all the pieces and build the wings... I, I would even just, if you were going to just buy him by himself, completely worth it. Yeah, it is a nice, it's, once I saw yours and was able to compare it to the comic book version, yep. there is enough differences between the figures. They're very, very, very they're, close. They're very similar. Like As soon as you, you look at it, you could easily say, oh, it's the same costume. Until you get one side by side and be like, oh, okay, well, it's not the same costume, but it's the same costume. Yeah. And then the Loki... You know, it's a pretty boring looking figure until you take him out of the package and it does say variant on the back of the jacket. It's a boring figure until we start watching the show and seeing yeah. the figure in him in action. And you're like, oh. And he's only really looks like that for, like, he only wears the jacket for episode two. By the time you get into three, four, and five, he doesn't have the jacket anymore. But um, no, he's, you know, Loki's great. So I'm, no regrets buying that full wave. Um, I also got the my pre-order for the two-pack two for uh, Black Widow of um, Red Guardian and Melina of Allistock. Mm, yeah, I can see that pack being in higher demand now that the movie's been released. Yes. Um, I was actually at Toys R Us yesterday and noticed they had the uh, the White Widow in with the, the ones that come with all the accessories. Yep. That one and the other, I guess her in black. I think, out on the shelves at Toys R Us, which I thought that they had actually disappeared for a while or had been marked down, but now they're back at full price. Well, I wouldn't mind, after watching Black Widow, like I kind of want to get the white suit one. I want that two-pack that you've got, with this because this one has the better head sculpt of Red Guardian. Yes. Uh, I want it even more so now that I've, after seeing the movie and seeing how awesome he was. Yep. And I just have a hard time paying full price for those two packs. You know what? Sixty five bucks isn't bad because you figure it's still like thirty three dollars or thirty two fifty, which is a single figure is worth that much. It's starting to get that price, yeah. And they they have multiple multiple hands, and Red Guardian's got multiple heads. And all I did was I went back and I swapped the head on uh, my first Red Guardian, and he comes with a, an action figure of himself, which uh, when. I did a what's in the box or what's on the shelf for it. And that was one of the questions I asked. It was like, it comes with the action figure. What's the story between the behind the action figure? Well, if you haven't seen the movie, it's explained. So yep. now you know. So that that's kind of cool that it came with the action figure. And, and the action figure does have a plot point in the movie. Uh, let's see. What else did I pick up? Um, I got a Funko... 
uh, Jan Rog. I got him on clearance. Um, just because I was picking up some Funkos. So. I was going to say, you don't, uh, you don't buy a lot of Funkos. No, um, I don't. But um, this falls under the I cosplay him. Thus I cosplay him, and then um, actually leads into the next Funko. Um, Allison, so my cosplay teammate, she got me the Halloween version of Vision. Oh, okay. So when he's in like the Mexican wrestler yes. costume, yes. So she picked that up for me, and then she's like, "Oh, there was a whole bunch of Funkos on sale." So I went into um, Toys R Us, and so I bought. Yon Rog on clearance. I paid like five bucks for him or six bucks. Yeah, that's a good price. And then um, I picked up a couple for her because I'm like, well, okay, well, you got me Vision, so I picked up um, Black Widow and uh, what else did I pick up for her? Oh, Rogue. So I picked up a couple for her. Nice. And then I had stopped at EB Game and I found the US Agent Funko. So the John Walker. So I Picked him up. That's cool. I actually, uh, I got an email from EB Games the other day with a coupon because apparently I've bought, they had a program going on for Funkos. If you buy 10, uh, you get one free. So I have apparently bought 10 Funkos at EB Games. You bought nine. (laughs) I bought the 10th. I was starting to wonder. It makes more sense now that why I got this random email in the middle of the week after having not bought a Funko from them for a while. Uh... I gave him your name because <laughs> I used uh, I used your edge card. Yeah, now it makes more sense. Okay, so you're Thank welcome. You. So now I get to have a free Funko. You're welcome. Uh, let's see what else did I pick up? Also, actually, that same trip that I picked up U.S. Agent, I stopped at Heroes in London, and I picked up a uh, Cobra More the hydrofoil. Nice. That's the big boat. Yes. And uh, if you check out the Instagram, I did an unboxing, a true unboxing because it was not complete. And you didn't know what was missing? I didn't know it was in the bag. Uh, so uh, I opened it up on video. So when you find out is when I found out. And it's mostly complete. It, by the time I finished up and did a little bit more research, I'm only missing very minimal components that's not bad so i've cleaned it up it needs a bit of repair um some of the plastic tabs are broken off but you know that's easy that's yeah, nothing, why nothing a little super glue can't fix yep glue will glue will make it stick and um also from uh, what's on the shelf this week i stopped in at big b a couple weeks ago big b and barry posted on their facebook page that they purchased a uh, fairly substantial Star Wars collection? Yes. Three, you know, a lot of old school, yeah, three old, and three quarter old stuff. Kenner stuff. So they had, um, you know, AT-ATs and I call them Scout Walkers because yeah. I think the name ATST stinks. Chicken Walkers. So, yeah, there's Scout Walkers and they had a Jabba and all that kind of stuff. But they had a Millennium Falcon. And uh, Big B had a Millennium Falcon before, but it was missing a few components. And this one had all the components I wanted. So it had the cockpit canopy, which to me is important. Important, yeah. Uh, it was missing the ramp. No big deal. Um, missing the top gun and the uh, radar dish. Yeah, no big deal. You can live with that. Yeah. Uh, but it had the 
you know, the, it was missing. It had the, all the covers, though, so yep. to display it, it's closed. Okay. Yep. That's, that's and, important. And, uh, it, you know, it's missing the top gun, but it had the the gunner's chair. So the, the spot where the figure sits in is there, but is there. And also the, the clear plastic disc at the top, it was there. So to me, it was like, eh, that's, that's the important stuff. I don't really care about the, uh, the ramp being gone because the ramp, I think it'd be pretty rare to find a millennium Falcon with the ramp. Cause the ramp was pretty fragile. Yeah. Because I know mine broke like probably within the first month of having it. Um, and more importantly, it had the cardboard. Ah, uh, the cardboard that you removed to find the secret room. Yeah, which it's all lies. There is no secret room. Stupid kids. So I'm pretty happy and I only paid 40 bucks for it. Yeah, that's a pretty good price. So I, you know, no problem there. I was more than happy to pay that price. The I'm really debating about the AT-AT because AT-AT was another thing I always wish I owned. Um, I, lo- I was looking at it too. It has a a bent gun. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I remember there's a, I could be mistaken. I feel like maybe it was the 90s version of it, but there was a bigger one. Well, yeah. There was also like, there were larger versions of the Millennium Falcon. There oh, was yeah. larger no, versions know, yeah, of the AT-AT. But um, when it came down to it, I think I'd rather just own the ones from the 80s anyways. A lot easier to make 70s. space for those smaller ones. Yep. So I picked them up. Now I didn't have any Star Wars figures to go in it because I haven't collected three and three quarter Star Wars since, well, forever. Um, so I went on Amazon and I found the uh, the Saga Rebel collection. So it was Han, Chewie, Leia, Luke, and R2. It was all in a box? All in a box. Okay. 40 bucks. Well, that's not bad. I think that was like a $65 set or whatever when it was in retail. And it came out last year. You know, limited articulation, you know, just five five point of articulation on some of them. Uh, Some of them, their head moves a little bit more. Um, Like with Luke, his his wrists move. But other than that, you know, straight leg, straight arm. But... eh, it's how different is it than the Millennium Falcon? If I had the Millennium Falcon in the original Han Solo and stuff, yeah. it's going to be the same articulation. Well, for sure. And then, really, if you wanted to find that, you can find older figures. You could probably drive to Big B right now and find a bunch of the uh, maybe the Powers of the Force or the the uh, uh, Shadow of the Empire ones. Yeah. And they're not they're not expensive. Yeah. But here, I thought, well, forty bucks. That's pretty good. The only thing was is, well, no, for sure, because you're getting you're getting four figures and a droid. Yep, for for forty bucks. For forty yeah. bucks, and the only thing it was missing three PO. Yeah, and looking into it, three PO is included in the the Resistance pack where you get BB eight, Poe, Finn, Ray, and three okay. PO. But that's three PO with the red arm, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. No, so it'd be like end of Force okay. Awakens when he's normal. Any, I found the uh, vintage collection 3PO um, from Empire. So I picked him up. Nice. I found him at Toys R Us. Now, like the, online or just in the store? In store. Oh, okay. I didn't even know they had three and a quarter inch in there right now. Yep. Oh, yep. Good. Well, it's part of the, like, you can get the Mandalorian stuff now. 
in three and three quarter. And that's right. Yeah, there's all those reissues right now. Yeah. I so I ended up left. picking up three PO, and by like I figured it would have been seventeen ninety nine. By the time I got up to till, it was twenty bucks. Pretty expensive. Now I took him out of the box today. The detail on him is a lot different. So the other one was just five point articulation. Yeah. Three PO is full articulation, all points articulation. Plus the little bonuses because I moved his leg and all of a sudden the 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 thigh piece come off. So he's got a removable thigh, so you can oh, see cool. all the so you can see the wires and stuff. All the wires underneath. And his face shell comes off. And his face shell comes off. Yep. So you can pull his face shell off. Oh. And then I'm looking it's like cause his his eye Yeah, you know the eye sockets. Eye sockets are there. And I'm like, hmm, well, anyways, I'll look at the face shell, and the face shell has holes in it. So his eyes actually come through the face shell. Oh, that's cool. So I'm like, okay, well, it's sort of a more premium figure then. Well, yeah, those ones, I would say that they're like, and for a while they had the, the black series three and three quarter inch. I think they yeah. were exclusive to Walmart. Uh, and that's what you, you paid. They were your your good. They were like Joe's, like your your uh, anniversary Joe's, right? They got full articulation, yep. like the Marvel Universe figures we used to collect. Yep. Like they were the high end three and three quarter inch. Now three and three quarter inch has kind of gone away. You only get these. You get sometimes to put out the the vintage line now, and you get um, some better articulation still on it. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's few and far between on the waves and well. With C-3PO, I wasn't that concerned about his articulation because he's freaking droid. Yeah, especially and, and 3 po is a stiff droid, not a swift yeah. droid. Yeah, so I'm. Anyways, so I've got, I've got them all. So you got your crew now. I got, I got everybody. So you know, like I've Did got you jam them all into the cockpit, or no, I'm I've left the cockpit closed. So I've got, you know, I've got Chewie playing the. Board game with thanks playing R- chess, yeah, or R- whatever the Jarek or R two and C three PO, and I've got uh, Han and Leia talking to each other, and Luke's just doing his own thing. So, no, I'm pretty excited. Um, the Falcon was one of my holy grails, and that Galaxy's Edge collection with Hondo and and, and uh, Chewie. Chewie. Yeah. I, I wasn't paying five hundred bucks for that. No, I would like to see that one. Oh yeah, that and that one—that's the bigger one. We were one of the one of the bigger ones we were referring to earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, that's my six figures this month. So, how nice. about you? Uh, yeah, like I said, I was only—I did a three-figure month. Now I did get some comic books as well, but uh, those those I get those every week. Nothing yep. too special there. Uh, but no, I got three figures. Actually, mine were all Star Wars this month. I got lucky and picked up. Uh, Two from the new 50th anniversary Clone Wars wave. Yep. I got a, I got Echo. Okay. Uh, of the clone, so the clone trooper, he's a clone ranger. And I got the uh, Clone Wars uh, animated Anakin. Okay. Uh, it's a really nice looking anime. Like they've done one, the, that job where they kind of make, take the animated version and try to make it look like real life. Yeah. So it fits in with everybody else. Uh, I like it. I put it on my. I have it now in my on my clone in my clone shelf. 
because uh, he's got the you know the armor, for, so it's perfect. That's when they're you know joining the Clone Wars. I've got an Episode Three Anakin, so he's got the little bit shaggier hair and everything like that. And so I've moved that one in with, into my Jedi shelf. But uh, it is a nice step looking at the two of them. Now I kind of wish I had, and I haven't put one out like a, you know like a, a pod racer, like an Annie Anakin. They haven't put one out of him yet. Well, there's an idea, and they haven't put out pod racer any pod racer sets either. Yeah, that could be a vehicle that could could easily put out would be his pod racer with him. Yep. With uh, especially with uh, the anniversary of Episode One coming out coming soon. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. There you go. There's an idea, Hasbro. Ah, they're probably working on it. They're just tapping into the force. Yep. Uh, so I got those two, and then my my pre-order for those, uh, the novelization figures. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that came in the fancy box, like my uh, Darth Maul. Yep. My Luke Skywalker came in. So uh, I got a phone call from EB. I went and picked it up. Uh, the package was a little damaged. Apparently, the, it was the only one they got, and it came in a box uh, with a bunch of random video games. So it got bounced around a bit. Okay. Uh, but thankfully, I'm not an in-package collector, even though I will be keeping the package because these ones look cool. Yep. But I don't care if the corners are a little bing- bent and dinged up on it. But uh, yeah, that's the only figures I bought this month. I just, uh, I'm looking for stuff, just the stuff, you know, waiting, waiting and seeing. What's going to happen is like the, the last month where it's going to be like, here you go. Everything's going to show up at once. Yeah. Well, and I haven't really seen too much anyways, besides what I picked up. Um, I did see the Ursa Major Iron Man Marvel Legends line. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some of the remnants of that one. I posted it up on our little group. Yeah. No, I saw the full. I was tempted to get the Ironheart. But I was I passed at thirty two to ninety nine or whatever it is now for those legends. I was like, I don't really need Ironheart. Yeah, for my shelf. So for now, I passed. If what the next time they're on sale, maybe just like uh, that. She the She Hulk at Toys R Us. Yep, it's a pretty nice looking figure, especially with the the hulking out face, like the angry face. Yep. Uh, I so I, I kind of want that because I don't have a I don't have a She Hulk in my collection, but I'm 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 waiting. Well, and like as far as Marvel Legends, there's nothing I'm really looking forward to until some of the new stuff, which... Which, let's get into that. So what have you heard? What's new? Oh, well, so, so is in our future figure report, um, and keeping on the Marvel Legends, the number one I'm looking for is last month we reported that Mobius is coming out. Now there's also going to be a Sylvie. So the, the nice. female Loki variant. Uh, she's coming out. So I'm... Definitely okay. I'm loving the Loki show, so yes. yes, I want Mobius. I want Sylvie, and probably the next figure that they're going to announce once we get episode six. I wonder if this will be like a whole Loki wave. Imagine well, we got the v- spoilers. If you haven't watched the show, sorry, but I wonder if we if we got other variants of the other variants. I would gladly take the election Loki. Yeah, and Kid Kid Loki would be cool. Uh, I'd probably pass on Kid Loki, but Richard E. Grant, old Loki, yeah. I would take him. And I have a theory about that, too. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is sort of just 
my thoughts here because Loki is Loki in the Loki TV show is 2012 Loki because he's at the yes. time of Avengers gets the Tesseract gets grabbed by the TVA when he meets with all the Lokis in the underground bunker as far as like kid Loki and crocodile Loki and and the old Loki yep. he had said so does every Loki get their ne- neck snap by Thanos now the only reason the Loki in the Loki Plus show knows because he watched the video. Yeah. He saw how he died. Yeah, he's seen he's seen how his life is supposed then to Then Richard E. Grant, you know, that Loki says sometimes you can have the power to project so well that everyone can believe you're there and think you're dead, and then you turn into a piece of space garbage and you float away in the debris. I'm thinking that Richard E. Grant was endgame Loki. Maybe, or at least that line with that bit there opens the door for Loki to still be alive in the regular MCU. But no, because he had hidden on a planet by himself until he missed his brother and then revealed himself from hiding. And as soon as he left that planet, TVA got him. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying, though. That means... No, he's still alive, but he, he can't show up because the minute he left that planet, TVA got him. Yes, but until this show changes things, it gets rid of the TVA and changes what how, what the sacred timeline. Well, so, but, it, but it does leave the door open for that Loki to be alive because you know, like he's alive. Yeah, but then we've got just 2012 Loki can just go wherever he wants. Well, yeah, but... Uh, I've seen a teaser of what episode six is going to happen. Okay, I haven't, so don't tell me. I don't want to be spoiled by anything. I'm look, we're looking forward to it. Anyway, yeah, well, let's get back to future figure. I wasn't this tam- tam- I yes, I wasn't looking for it. It was sent to me, and I watched it. And then when I saw what was going to happen, I went, "Yeah, crap." Anyways, don't. Uh, but keeping on the Lokis, uh, Funko is also coming out with a Loki variant set. So we're going to get Crocodile Loki and Kid Loki and Richard E. Grant Loki and Election Loki. And Hammer Loki. Yes. So I'm looking forward to those. Uh, I love Richard E. Grant as Loki was the best. Even though yeah. he's only in one episode, he made the most of it. And he stole the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was great. And especially like at the end, you know, when he's about oh, to when get he's showing off. When he's about to get destroyed and he's the glorious purpose. You know, <laughs> I'm a huge Richard E. Grant fan, like even going right back to like Hudson Hawk with Bruce Willis. Like I can't say enough about him. Love him. Nice. So uh let's see here. We had some other Marvel Legends announcements. Yes. So we got our first well, there's some Spider-Man related stuff first, and I forgot this one. There was a, a a new Sandman announced. I don't think we talked about this last month. No. Uh, so it's uh, there was previously there was a Sandman done as a build a figure. Yep. Uh, with big sand appendages and stuff. Now it's just the straight up figure, classic comic book looking, you know, striped shirt. With a few add-ons, I think you can put under his hands, like like a ball of, you know, a, a spiky ball fist or something like this. But it's, uh, it's like a regular figure version versus the build a figure from before. Yeah. So it's gonna be, I think, a fan channel exclusive, like the the Black Cat. It's on the carded back ones, like JJ, like the JJ yep. and 
uh, like the Spider-Man 2099 that you wanted. Yep. So that's coming. Uh, then there were some uh, No Way Home possible action figures. We got a JJ mm-hmm. that looks like the actor. Yep. With bald head and everything. Yep. There's some people complaining, saying they should have done him as the uh, the, the Tobey Maguire J, you know, movie, his JJ. But it's like, well, no, that's not this JJ. This JJ is bald. Yeah. No, he's basically, it's how J.K. Simmons looks at the end of yeah, the, Far From Home. Exactly. Uh, and then we get a Doctor Strange in the wave. Yes. That looks really good. Looks really good, but as far as the body looks very similar to oh, the body looks almost the same as the Doctor Strange movie one it's just that it's got the the modern head sculpt yeah which i I'm, i looked through mine i don't i missed out i did not get a doctor strange movie figure and i have the doctor strange so i might be a pass on it yeah so it'll be no i'll probably i'll probably look to pick that one up when it comes out to add it to my movie my mcu shelf uh then there was two Spider-Man costume ones. There's one that's like uh, your kind of standard red and red and blue or red and black. I think it was, but with like a gold logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's more of a stylized logo. And then there was an all black costume. Yes, with gold highlights. Now we know nothing about these costumes. I think I've read somewhere one of them may have actually shown up in the game at some point. One of the pre- previous games as an optional costume. Or may not. I mean, that may have just been confusion or something that's yep. similar to. But, you know, along, it goes with the, the history of toys spoiling the movies. You know, who knows what we're going to get because we still don't have a trailer for Spider-Man. Nope. But, well, I know that there's some hate going online about the black and gold. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, why are people hating on Spider-Man? Spider-Man is one of the most changed and evolved suits of any superhero but it always reverts back to the original you always at some point you go back to classic so it's like even, like even in the comics yeah. like in the recently in the comics is like spider-man's got a new suit i haven't even read like the chameleon war and all that and i'm leading up to the new sinister six storyline but you know like i have the issue where it's like spider-man's got a new suit by the time you get to the end of the chameleon war He's back to the normal suit again, yeah, exactly. or at least on the covers. Yeah, well, so I'm not that worried about it. Yeah, I think he uses that suit pretty much for like a story arc. Yeah. So Spider-Man, you know, if you look at the history, even that you know vintage carded wave of Spider-Man, yeah, they're celebrating all the different suits that Spider-Man has had. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you got regular Spider-Man, you had Cyborg Spider-Man, you got 2099 Spider-Man. There's armored spider. Armored Spider-Man, yeah. Black Spider-Man. Like, there's so many different ones. So yeah. I'm, I don't get bent out of shape when Spider-Man has his different suit. Oh, exactly. And usually when it comes to these different suits, there's some kind of reason for it. There's yeah. a plot. There's part, it's, part, it's a plot device. Yep. It's not just like, I'm going to wear pink today. Yep. So, uh, let's see here. What else have we got? Um yeah, might as well switch over to Star Star Wars here for a bit. So we've got the um, Black Series, quite a few collections coming out. Um, talking about throwbacks and, yeah, and more of the fiftieth Lucasfilm fiftieth anniversary. So there's stuff. the Power of the Force, which was the late '90s 
three and three quarter line. They're getting the, the six green, inch. The green cards. Yep. So they're getting the six inch treatment. Uh, so we're getting Han, Greedo, and Luke, and Luke in that set. Yep. And those are all reissues. Yeah. So if we missed them the first time around, this is a perfect chance to get them again. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd pick up Han unless they made the head sculpt like so great that I couldn't turn it down. Greedo. <laughs> Like, I don't think Greedo looks any different than the original Black Series Black Box Greedo. Yeah, the one that was for around here, peg-warmed. Yeah. So, and, like, I really never got into Black Series until I did find Greedo and Han, because those were some of the first figures I got into. And they were, the, and they were Wave 2. Yep. And then there was also the, did you get them in the Toys R Us? Two pack where it had like the little no, I picked them up first cantina setup. No, I got them at Walmart. Oh, okay, basically, you know, clearance and yeah. Well, that's the thing that whole wave that also had uh Slave Leia in it. Yep, and Slave Leia and Greedo were peg warmers for a long time, yeah. So around here at least, I had got Leia, Han, Greedo, and I remember picking up Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett came from the first wave, so you got lucky if you got a Boba Fett, yeah. And I, those. Those were the first four black series I had. Or was he? He was. Or was he second wave? He might have been the fourth one in the second wave. Mm. I don't remember. Um, and then speaking of cantinas, so we're also getting a three pack of um, the Mos Eisley Cantina. Yes. With uh, Obi Wan and whatever their Doctor. What's his name? And Doctor. His friend. Yeah, Doctor Wanker and his buddy. Yeah. Bulbous. <laughs> The, the the big big talkers yeah the guy that gets his arm cut off and the guy who's got the, the you know death, what the death mark and a whole bunch of systems I'm I'm disappointed he didn't come with two arms or sorry didn't that doesn't come with a removable arm yeah like I thought he would come with a you know variant arm that where you can just pop it off and boom put on half an arm and have a bloody stump that'll be the repack when it's done as a the single carded figure yeah because it's like I have a hard time seeing that set though after that robot chicken. Yeah, where it's like, an yeah, like, like, hey, let oh, me. I'm so sorry. Let me buy you another drink. Like, oh, my, my friend doesn't like you. That's not what I said. So, after that robot chicken, I can never take those two characters no. seriously anymore. Now, and we could easily see them in the repack, um, if not of of episode of a, a New Hope repacking, but we could see them as Rogue One repacking because you do see them in Rogue One. Yeah. Um and then Rogue One or are they in Solo? No, they're in Rogue One because they're leaving that one planet to go to Tatooine. I think they say something about going to Tatooine. Okay. Um and then also we're getting the a new pilot, which is the version of Dave Filoni. Yep, that one was announced, and I believe is a Hascon exclusive. Okay. So. It's in the fancy box, like the armorer came in. So yeah. this, that'll be this fall. We we'll shot at that. Even uh, same with the three pack was a was a Hascon exclusive, and I think the price is like one hundred and four dollars. U.S. Yeah, no, a little pricey. Well, but it does even, and it comes with a little actual uh, piece of the bar. Yeah, like the bar, and then it can be it's modular. It can be attached to other pieces of the bar. So like, yeah, if you buy this set more than once, you can build a whole bar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so if you want a Dave Filoni to play with, now you can get it. Uh, let's see here. I don't have any more Star Wars on my list. 
switch over quickly to um, NECA. They are coming out with a two-pack of 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie line. Yes. Oroku Saki and Amato Yoshi. Yes. So from that With one, a little tiny, little tiny splinter, splinter before he, mo- yeah, he mutates. Yes. Yeah, so it's uh, it's interesting that they've done this. Like They've taken this scene from that movie and made it into figures. But we still don't have um, like Shredder's Lieutenant. His second in command. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, actually there's a there's a bunch of that they could probably still make from make from the line. But I'm probably gonna be a pass on this. Oh they, yeah. They look awesome. They do. I, and I, you can re like it looks like it's made that you can recreate that whole scene. Yeah. But to me it's like, yeah, that's cool. But uh, uh. I'm a pass. No, that's a pass for me too. Um, I'm looking forward to Super Shredder. I've got one on order. Uh, I don't have an April yet, but I'm pretty sure um, I've got one of those coming in. Where have you got your Super Shredder on order? Big B. Okay, me too. It yeah, hasn't yeah. showed up yet. No, so. no, no, not yet. No, that's why I, you know, after you told me you had Mark put one I, that that Mark from Big B was bringing one in for you, I said uh, I asked him if I could have one too because like, he has to order. He has to get the yeah. whole case of them, right? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Big B Hamilton has them in stock, but I still haven't seen. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's how I knew about it. I saw it online. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, I haven't really seen too much NECA, except for you pointed out a uh, three and three quarter Robocop. 19- I don't think that's NECA. That's not NECA? No. Okay. I forget, it's uh, some other company that's putting this. It's a San Diego exclusive, I think. All right, so there's a San Diego exclusive can, uh, RoboCop can, 2. That you can order at uh, EB, Games EB Games for 25 bucks. Yeah, uh, I didn't get a photo. It's, uh, it, says, it says buy Diamond Comics. Oh, Diamond. Okay, sorry about that. I'm just used to NECA having the license no, exactly. for RoboCop. Yeah, same. That's why I, I thought it was at, at first, too. Well, speaking about more about San Diego stuff, uh, there's been a release. Uh, there's going to be a San Diego exclusive Zartan. Yes, we've seen the photos, but they have nothing official yet. It's funny. There's been a lot of pictures and a lot of good quality photos of it. Yeah. But Hasbro hasn't said anything about it yet. And it looks like more classic coloring. Yeah, the, the the colors are a little different. More, he gets a, he gets a couple different. I would say I would say more like nineteen nineteen ninety coloring, okay. like more silver. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and a lot of different faces, and almost looks like different head sculpt. It looks very cool. I hope to get my hands on it. Yeah. Um, well, again, I'm sure it'll be available. Uh, you know, like this past year for Hascon. It'll just be a, you know, go online, pre-order it. It'll be you'll get it like six months later, like we did with uh, the uh, Cobra Commanders. Yeah, and we're well, I guess with uh, San Diego by time this episode drops, like San Diego's starting. Yeah. So, depending on, on if it's available as a San Diego or at you know online then yeah. or waiting until the fall when they have their Hascon, or both, and then who knows. If any of this stuff will be available at the uh, November Fan Expo. Who knows? And if November Fan Expo even happens. Yeah. yeah. Too many questions. Uh, we'll cover them in another day. Um, keeping on G.I. Joe, the uh, Snake Eyes movie, there was a release, some photos, and, and 
you know, Hasbro was the one who released it. Yep. Not too many details on it because I thought, so they're calling it the G.I. Joe Core Collection. Yeah. It's as a, in core as in C-O-R-E, not core as in C-O-R-P. Yeah. As in the military core. No. Um, now, these uh, are six-inch figures. Which, looking at them, I thought they were three and three-quarter. Yeah. Because they look like three and three-quarter quality. And then when you check the specs on them on Hasbro Pulse or on Big Bad Toy Store, they're saying six-inch collectible. And, and then the big you're... thing is the price point. That's what's throwing us off. Because they're, what was it? 10, 10 bucks US. So I remember back when they were all first announcing all these G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie product. And in the thing, in their write-up, they kept saying that there were, you know, tw- no, sorry, how much were they again? 10 bucks. 10 bucks, yeah. $10 six-inch action figures, which didn't make any sense to me because, well, the main line is... Like thirty bucks. Yep. So I didn't. I just didn't get it. And then they finally showed some photos and talked to because there's one. You know, there's a Snake Eyes and a Storm Shadow that each come with motorcycles with like a little spot that they can like plug into and stuff and just like oh. So it started doing the wheels. So it looks like they're limited articulation. Yep. The sculpt still looks good. But if you look at some of the photos, though. Some of the photos, they are able to hold the gun in a certain way. So I'm like, okay, so it might be limited articulation, but they might be also elbow and joint or elbow well, and, and knee. I'm confused. Yeah. Because looking at the photos. Or still may have elbow, but might not have knees. I don't know. It's, or who knows? They may have, <laughs> they may be so close in look that whoever took the photos used the wrong the wrong ones in the pro, in the promotional photos well it i was excited at first when i thought it was going to be 3 and 3 quarter yeah because i thought even 3 and 3 quarter at limited articulation would go in with you know 25th or movie but it's old school ones for sure or yeah. you know like even if you look at like valor versus venom spy troops you know, that's that's what I thought we were going to get. Now, being six inch at limited articulation, I if I see them, I'm still going to buy them as G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah. But as far as the face sculpts and the and the designs, like the sculpts are great. The paint job is eh, not the greatest, but then you're paying 10 bucks U.S. I don't know. I I mean, they could be those ones could be great uh, custom fodder at that price well, price point. Uh Big Bad Toy Store has them available for pre-order. I thought about it. I'm going to hold off for right now because either two things, it'll be like everything else GI Joe, it's going to hit and you'll never find it or it's going to hit and it's going to sit there and kill the line. Yeah. Especially with you know that's the problem with movie ones when you start when they start doing these movie lines and the limited articulation of stuff because well these ones are for the kids but the kids aren't buying toys anyway but then they're not supposed to be released till october yeah movie comes out 23rd yeah so you're coming out with a movie line three months after the movie comes out yeah exactly anyway what else we've got to be getting close to the the end of our list um uh, just really quickly, uh, Master Universe Revelations. There's a uh, a Faker set coming out. Yes, I saw that. It's a Walmart exclusive in the states. I so think. hopefully we get it up here at some point. Um, 
And then, actually, the only thing left I have on my list is uh, for McFarland, you know, throwback of throwing back to the originals of uh, better articulation is uh, Gunslinger Spawn, Clown, Violator, and Redeemer. Yes, we finally this month got the official photos and looks at them. I'm going to have to pick up the Redeemer. I just, I've always loved the look of the Redeemer. Yep. I still, of all my old McFarland spawn toys, the ones I kept that I haven't either sold off to other people or given to people that really wanted them, were my Redeemers. Uh, they're, you know, they're pretty much still statues because you can't do anything with them. Yep. But finally, it's like, you know, it's a big golden blue guy with these big angel wings and a cool sword. Well, I'm kind of excited that. Uh McFarland's kind of going back to what he started with. Yeah. You know, give us give us updates of what you had back in the 93. Well, exactly. And now that they've done their whole, you know, the Spawn comic line is getting a whole new push, and it only makes sense. And yeah. It really it all went back to that um, that Kickstarter Spawn that he did that did so well. It was pretty much a proof, you know, was, you know, it was done to prove to the, the big box stores that, yeah, there's a marketplace for spawn figures. See, like I just sold all these ones online myself. Yep. So that's what that. Well, and speaking about spawn, I stopped in at Toys R Us real quickly this morning before we started recording, and it was the Mortal Kombat version. But I found the Commando spawn. Nice. So it was like the twelve-inch one, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, the big one. The big big, box big one. one. It's forty bucks. Uh, a little bit more than I was wanting to spend, but in comparison to everything else, maybe I should have bought it because yeah. that's the one. That's the other good, th- great thing about the McFarland line is their price point. Yeah, twenty five bucks. Yeah, unless it comes with a build a figure piece, then it's a couple of dollars more. But but here, forty bucks for a ten or eleven inch figure, higher, high detail, limited articulation, so more of a statue. Yeah, but you know. If I didn't blow so much money this month, I probably would have bought it. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Episode eight, I might be saying, oh, yeah, remember that Commando Spawn? Well, I got him. Uh, oh, and since we're on the McFarlane kick, uh, the pre-orders, I think, started this month for the uh, uh, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad figures. Yes. Uh, and they announced a, so the King Shark is the build a figure. Yes. But they've also releasing one already built, as a larger figure that I believe is also a Walmart exclusive. I was looking at those like, cause you know, they got polka dot man and all yeah. that. Kind of, There's only what, four uh, of them, isn't it? It's like polka dot man, John Cena's character, Harley Quinn, and, uh, it just Elba's character. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping they'd have like Rick flag. Yeah. Harley. And maybe if they do another wave. Yeah. Like I definitely want the Harley. Um, well, there is a Harley, so. Yeah, no, I definitely want the Harley. I would love a, you know, that version of Rick Flag. Yeah. There's all kinds of, I just, I thought of this the other day. I was in my office. Remember that Teen Titans cyborg I picked up? Yep. They haven't, we haven't gotten another Teen Titans cartoon figure since. <laughs> Maybe that's down the line at yeah. some point. It's just one of those, like, you know, it's, like, it's funny how like everything else seems to be like you'll get a wave of, of things. But like that one came out back when it was just kind of like random single figures of stuff. So it's another team that's kind of like you gave us one. We, we kind of we want the rest of that team. No, or maybe it didn't get the sales. Maybe. So. Anyway, well, so that, 
Go for it. Sorry. That, that's it. For, I've got on my list for future figures. Yeah, same here. All right. So let's uh, flip into talking toys. And our talking toy segment is... Well, about, this time we're talking collectibles. Yeah. So we're talking vintage video games. Now, during the pandemic, I went hardcore into vintage video games. Well, yeah, you and your family started doing... Uh, Vintage video game Friday nights. Yes, we we've been doing that for years, anyways. Like oh, okay. I, I picked up, uh, you know, I picked up a Nintendo here or there, and you know, start playing it. But uh, twenty twenty, um, I spent a lot of money at Power Up Gaming. Like I bought a Retron three, so I was able to play Super Nintendo, Nintendo, and Genesis. Okay, nice. I already bought a Genesis before. Um, and I've got a bunch of the flashback machines. So, like, I've got the ColecoVision flashback machine. I've got the Atari flashback. I've got... Did you get those uh, mini Nintendos when they came out? Yeah. I didn't get the Super Nintendo, but I found a Nintendo, Nintendo Classic. I have the PlayStation Classic. So, the, the PlayStation with the yep, 20... Yeah, it looks like a PlayStation 1. With the 20 mini game, like the 20 games preloaded on it. Um. Vintage video games is a big collectible now. Like oh, yeah. when you look at the pricing on stuff, it's you know like especially like Power Up Gaming. Um, that's a store here in in Barrie that you know they ship all over the world. But they, you know, like I look at some of the pricing. Uh, for example, say the Adventures of Batman and Robin. That was a game I had on Genesis back in the nineties. I sold it when I sold my Genesis, and you know I think I got a buck a game. And at one point, like Power Up was asking ninety nine bucks for that game. Wow. Now, like, I I spent all of twenty twenty going back and trying to buy all the stuff I sold. Of course. So if I got a tip for you, unless you're desperate for the cash, don't sell your video games. You will play them again because you eventually get to a point where. Yeah, the PS5 and all that online multiplayer, blah, 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 blah. You get bored of it. Yeah. Nothing like putting on Pac-Man and just putting on Pac-Man for an hour. There's a reason Tetris is so popular. Yep. Now, when I was a kid, everyone had a certain camp. There was the Sega kids, and there was the Nintendo kids. Yep. And then you had me and the other kid who we were Coleco kids. So when everybody was getting Nobody their, liked to play with the Coleco kids. Yeah, well, everyone's getting their Nintendo and everyone's getting their Sega Master System. Everybody's fighting over, no, Mario's cooler than Sonic. No, Sonic's cooler. Yeah, and I'm I'm sitting there still playing my Donkey Kong from 82 on my Coleco. Um, so what were you? Uh, I had a Nintendo. I had a, my parents had an Atari. Yep. When I was, so I played you know, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. Um, oh, what was the... The command one there with the little, you, know, you shoot the, you know, you got the, the Missile aliens. command. Hmm? Missile command. That's the one. I love that one too. Uh, the one with the tanks. You had to control the tanks. You know, tank attack, I think it was called. Or there was, you would do tanks or there was like a level where you could do planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother and I would play those all the time. But uh, no, we got a Nintendo way back when, a NES with Mario. And you know. I never had a whole lot of games, especially back in the day. I tended to be a sports game, mm-hmm. so like I'd look at I'd look for like the new NHL game when it came out. Yep. Uh, back when I I, don't, I eventually got a Super Nintendo, I won. 
Uh, here's a throw. Here, you know, do you remember uh, Tarzan Dan in the afternoon? On it was either six eighty or six forty at the time. And uh, when I was in high school, I called in and won a copy of uh, NBA Jam for the Super Nintendo. Yep. Uh, along with a few other things, uh, a free pair of uh, Converse basketball shoes. Hmm. I got my choice of, of, of shoes too, so I had to go. I had to actually drive to another town because it, it was only available at a certain shoe store to redeem this coupon. Uh, we didn't have one in Panatang, so I had to actually go to Aurelia, and I got a hundred and twenty-five dollar pair of Larry Johnson Converse basketball shoes. Oh, there we go. They were the black and white zebra stripes with a little bit of teal because he was playing for the Charlotte Hornets at the time. Yep. Oh, they were super awesome. I used those in gym class in grade 10. Oh, my God. Did it make you shoot better? Oh, yeah. They were, uh, you know, going uh, from hardly being able to do anything to being a little bit better because your shoes are a little taller. Oh, that's, you know, of course. But uh, no, that was just yeah, I wore the hell out of those shoes. I didn't, you know until they cracked. But um, yeah, no, like, I, so I was I was always a Nintendo camp growing up. Well, growing up, so my lineage of video games was ColecoVision first. Uh, my parents bought that for the family. Yep. And then I had bought an Atari seventy eight hundred. So in the late eighties, when everyone else was getting into Nintendo. You know, Nintendo and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, huh, I'll be smart. I'll buy next cutting edge technology and Atari 7800. And it's also backwards compatible, so we can also play 2600 games. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was smart. But so I had a, uh, my Coleco, Atari 7800. Uh, in the mid 90s, I bought my Genesis. From Genesis, I went into PlayStation. Oh, yeah. See, I went from Nintendo to Super Nintendo. To I did get a 64, but I had a PlayStation before that. But I did get a Nintendo 64 when I was in college because I wanted to play GoldenEye mm-hmm. and uh, Rogue Squadron. Okay. So those. So I ended up getting the uh, the plastic see-through green Donkey Kong Country edition that came with the expansion pack. Okay. Well, I. So I had that, and I still have that one. That one I still have in my closet at home. And as far as I know, it still works. Well, I've got, yeah, so I ended up buying a PlayStation 1 from my brother-in-law. Uh, PlayStation 2 I had yep. bought um, when I was about to have my son. And I said to my wife, I'm like, well, you're going to be busy either sleeping or doing something else. So if I'm home and I'm looking after the kid, I want to play video games. Some good parenting. While I'm here watching my newborn, I'm going to play video games. You know what? It actually worked because when my wife wanted a break, she would go and do laundry in our apartment building or she would just go grocery shopping because our kid was fussy. Yeah. And she'd come back and I'm sitting there playing Vice City because that's the reason I wanted the PS2. It was because of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And that, I played. So that's when you got your when Vice City came out. Yes. Okay. See, I got mine when uh, Grand Theft Auto Three came out. No, I, my buddy had PS2, and that's when I start playing Vice City, and I'm like, I have to have this. So I, I bought it when Vice City was seventy five bucks. Oh yeah. And brand new. My wife would come home, and my kid would be like in bed, and she's like, "How quickly did you get him down?" I'm like, "Within minutes." 
but it was just the I could put him I could put him to sleep like crazy, like easy. Just you know, rock him a little bit, walk back and forth. He'd fall asleep, put him in his crib. I go into the living room. I'd be playing Vice City. She'd come home, and he'd be yep. out like a light. Yep. And I'd get a couple hours of Vice City in. And then from there, that led into PS3. Um, I, uh, my PlayStation 2, I picked up as a result of uh, using my bonus money. When I was in college, I worked at uh, Black's Photography. Mm-hmm. And at Christmas time, there was bonuses. Like We never got paid... Like there was never any commission really on any of the cameras or any of the product except for at Christmas time. They had a whole bonus structure thing set up. So it was like if you sold camera A, well, that was worth like $8 or $10 or $15 depending on what camera it was. Or, you know, they're having their their five-pack of film sale. If you sell three of those, well, that's worth five bucks yeah. towards your bonus. And so I had made enough that and his, the, the real kicker was you could get it as – cash or you could get it as gift cards to participating you know partners at 10 percent off so if you got the gift cards and they had one i think it was for future shop at the time so you'd get like you could get a hundred dollar gift card for ninety dollars so you could make money by doing the gift card route Mm -hmm. so i just got the gift cards for future shop and then went over to Future Shop and bought myself a PlayStation. There we go. Two, and then picked up Grand Theft Auto Three and um, Metal Gear Solid Two. Those were the first two games I had. Well, the other system I had, now my uncle had it when I was a kid, and I have it now. Was the Intellivision? Okay. So every time we'd go over and see my uncle, um, we'd play Intellivision, and this is my favorite game of all time. On in television, and it it beats every game, no matter what any game I've ever ever played. You know, I love Vice City, I love Uncharted, I love you know Arkham City. Um, you know, pff, Siphon Filter, all those. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons on in television is still my favorite game of all oh, time. Cool, I never love that it. game. It's it is my absolute favorite. Um, even now, I still. You know, I could put it on and I could play it all night. I love the game so much. It still gives me anxiety because when you're in one of the <laughs> one of the dungeons and you'll hear the dragon, like you, as you're going around, it's kind of, uh, it's a 2D scroller. Yeah. So you can go in any direction and you don't see what the dungeon is until you walk into it and then it pops up open. Sometimes there's silent, like if you're into a water demon, it's silent. And all of a sudden you pop in and, oh, it's there and it kills you. Or you can hear it like a snake. So you don't see the snake, but you can hear it. Yeah. Until you unlock that part of the dungeon. Oh, okay. Or the dragon. Um, so that's one of my yeah. favorite games. The other game that I absolutely loved on PlayStation was Siphon Filter. So Siphon Filter 1, 2, 3. And then when on PS2 I got the Omega Strain. On my PSP, I got Dark Mirror and Logan Shadow. Um, I loved Siphon Filter. Just yeah. amazing. I remember one time I was in I was in the mall when I was living in Calgary, and PlayStation was there, the PlayStation crew. And they were doing an advanced premiere of Siphon Filter 3. So okay. it hadn't hit stores yet. No. And they were just set up so you, everyone could play it. 
So anyways, I walked up and I said, can I give it a shot? And the guy's like, yeah, go ahead. And it was the very beginning of the game. So like Gabe Logan's in undercover and you're in one hotel and there's snipers attacking you from the other hotel. And like I walked into the room and I, I barrel rolled and then crawled over to the window and then headshot them all. (laughs) And the one guy's, and somebody else wanted to play it and they're like, hey, man, I want to play it. And the guy who works for PlayStation says, no, I want to watch this guy play for a little bit. I'm not saying I'm the greatest gamer in the world, but I loved Siphon Filter. I spent a lot of time playing it. Yeah. So you knew that franchise, you knew those game mechanics. I knew the controls. And the guy said to me, he said, you ever played this before? And I said, no, I've never seen this game before. And he says, you were pretty good there. And I'm like, I, I love Siphon Filter. Like, I, like I've played the other ones. Like, I've played one. I've played two. Like, I play them constantly. Like, two two used to be a double disc on, okay. on the PlayStation 1. And I went through, like, I would finish the storyline and go right back in and start again. And that's all I do. Just play it over and over and over again. So, but uh, now collecting... Well, collecting wise, now like nowadays, you got they put out special editions of games or or consoles. I I was very tempted at one point. I almost bought the PlayStation Four Spider Man edition mm-hmm. because I wanted to play that. I want to play Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I don't need a PlayStation Four. I, I and at this point, I can get my hands on one. I can borrow one and play the game. So I'm glad I didn't. But yep, I was actually in Best Buy one day and I was tempted. I was like, if I see one on the shelf, I'll find. I, did, I, I I'm glad I didn't because I didn't have like the four hundred or five hundred dollars to drop on it at the time. But and the thing is, though, with PS4s and PS3s, they've held their value though. Yeah. Like I've got my PS3. Um, two of my kids have a PS3. I'm looking for a third PS3. I can't find them. And if you do find them, like people are still wanting a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks for them. Like, we're on to, yeah, okay, PS5 is very tough to find, but we're on a couple consoles past that version. Yeah. But it's still, the PS3 is super durable, uh, depending on the hard drive. Like, you know, like, depends on which system you got. But even the hard drive is pretty easy to swap over and upgrade. I've had to do it on mine. I had the hard drive crap out on one of mine, so oh, yeah. I had to swap it out. Um, well, like, uh we might have to talk after this because I may have a line on one for you. Oh, I'm, I am looking for, because one of my kids is now each kid has their own room. So now each kid is looking for their own PS3. So I used to have kids share, but now they all want their own, but, uh, there might be an extra one line at my parents' house right now. No, there might be my PlayStation three that my that my brother borrowed from me, so we could play the the the. He was got really into the show, the yep. baseball games. Uh, so when I wasn't using my PlayStation three anymore, he borrowed it, and then he's bought a PlayStation four. That's the one I can borrow to play Spider Man gotcha. these days. So I think it might just be sitting. It's either sitting in my old room collecting dust, or sitting in his room collecting dust. So. Well, we can figure out something over yeah, here. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm. I enjoy our vintage video game Fridays. We haven't done it in a while because basically the kids got a little bit bored on it. So yeah. uh, it's good to change things up. It was, but you know, when we get into 
like season two when we start maybe bringing you know once things are open up a little more and we get bringing in guests uh we have a few friends that are really into the whole uh vintage video game collecting market yes uh, uh just off the top of my head we know well, ryan o'reilly who um, i work with now he is a big uh collector and he, I'm sure he can tell us stories. He was told, he's told me stories at work where he used to be able to go around on a Saturday morning and do the garage, you know, the, the uh, garage sale run and come home with all kinds of video games. Yep. Well, nowadays people have started to smarten up and realize well, now there's a, that there's a market for it and it's, it's getting a lot harder to find that. Yep. He used to actually, he had, a, I guess he had a, another friend that he collected or another collector that he knew that they had a gentleman's agreement that okay, this half a town is your half a town. This half a town is my half a town. Don't cross the line. Don't go into the garage sales. Hmm. Well, and years ago, I was on Kijiji, and what I've always wanted was an arcade. Like, like a full. I want to stand up arcade, a vintage one, because yep. nowadays, you, there's those one up ones. Yeah, the one up ones, but. They're, they're or priced. you could even build your own. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess Rex has done Rex that. Rex did that. You just need an apple pie. Yeah. Um, the Or cherry pie. Those one-up arcades, The I think the price is way too high and the, and the durability and quality isn't there. I do like the smaller one that's come out now that looks like it's like a wall-mounted one. Okay. They have them at Toys R Us. It's like, you know, it's only about maybe two and a half feet but they're still like 200 bucks oh no yeah i don't like the price point i like the size of them because it's good like it looks like you can put that on you know sit that on your bar in your in your in your setup or hang that on the wall and and have a chair up to it and play it and then yeah um the one stand up i would love to get would be frogger okay but the other problem i have with these stand-ups is so you go and buy one of these one one up arcade stand ups. Their price point is three ninety nine to six nine or three ninety nine to five ninety nine Canadian. Yep. And you get four games. Which you go into like ba- or Bed Bath and Beyond and you pick up the Atari flashback system. Like I picked up one uh when I you know on a previous six figures report. Yep. Where I picked up one at Value Village for twenty bucks, and it has a hundred and one games in it. Well, and that's what the, the ROM files are pretty small. That one of these one-up arcades, like it could have you're most fifty games in it, not yeah, four. But that's what you're you're paying for the the monitor, yeah, and the the housing, like the wood shell, yeah, really is what you're paying all that extra money for. Like as you like you said, you could you, know, you buy one of those vintage video game things. You know, nowadays, you know, you know, wood's expensive, but if it wasn't as expensive as it was, go buy some plywood, cut out the shape you want, paint it, get Ange to cre-cut some logos of video games on the front for it, you know, for make vinyl stickers to stick on the side. Yeah. And you can easily make your own and just, you, instead of having, even doing the, the pre-programmed computer, uh, like programming it yourself, you just use one of those... Yeah, vintage video game things with a and put the wire through the controller. Get a you know, put a, stick a monitor in it. And. One of the uh, now the the one arcade I found on Kijiji years ago, and at the time I didn't quite have the money and I didn't have the space, and I still kicked myself. Was my, one of my favorite arcades of all time was 
WWF superstars. Oh, that's a good one. I like playing that at the uh, last level lounge in yeah. Barry. Um, yeah, so I had an opportunity to buy that for five hundred bucks. Okay, that's a good price. And uh, I really kicked myself now. I didn't do it. Yeah, but even now, I have no idea where you would put that. Oh, now I still don't have the space for it. No, you'd have to build it as a second bunker. <sighs> well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If 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 building supplies weren't so expe- but, so expensive. Uh, anyways, that's uh, pretty much what I've got for vintage video games and and the collection. So. I yeah, think no, that, I don't have a lot of vintage video games. I, I'm more of a, you know, I play them, I keep them around, I hand some off. I've, I've given systems to friends to play with. Like my old Xbox, I gave that to my buddy to play with with some games with the well, with the caveat that, you know, well, don't go selling the games. Yeah. I want them back if you're not going to play them anymore. Yeah, but. I guess that's, yeah, I guess I have an Xbox now too. So, like, I've got Xbox, I've got Atari, I've got Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Genesis. Yeah. <sighs> In television, I'm still looking for my Coleco. So, <laughs> anyways, well, that's. Uh, I guess we might as well wrap up this episode. We got a little bit long, but hey, well, good conversation always runs a little bit longer. Oh, so yeah. we had fun. Hope you had fun too. Yep, uh, Ryan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me every other week on the main podcast, True North Nerds, and yeah. on our Instagram at Tales from Collectiverse. And as far as myself, you can find me on uh, pretty much all the social medias as uh, Snowhawk Cosplay. And um, actually, if you are wanting to get into some online Comic-Con content this Friday, or sorry, this Saturday after the podcast is released, so uh, July 17th, is the Elmvale Sci-Fi Street Festival. Oh, yes. Online edition. So you can check out their website for more details on uh, some of the events that are happening. Everything's going to be virtual. I Right now, I am scheduled to be doing a uh, live chat with a couple cosplayers. And some of the topics I've uh, come up with are the uh, future of cosplay as far as um, social media goes where video is the way it's going. So that one, things are changing. So that one I've called uh, videos killed the cosplay star. And the other topic that uh, we're going to discuss is uh, cosplay during COVID all dressed up and no place to go. Uh, So Liz uh, from BPL Comic-Con, she's going to be joining me as my co-host and we've got a couple of cosplay guests we're going to bring in. And uh, those are the topics we're going to talk about. Also, speaking real quick about BPL Comic-Con, there is talks of some online content happening for BPL Comic-Con this September and a possibility, hopefully our numbers go right, maybe we're going to try to do a live meetup in cosplay outdoors, hopefully. Things have got to go back to normal sometime, and we're really hoping that we can get back to normal and do some live, in-person cosplay stuff. But uh, anyways, that's it for this episode of Tales from the Collectiverse, so we will kick her over to Rex to send us home. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectiverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectiverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. 
Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay.